I know nothing about this topic or experiment, so I'm super excited because I'm a first-time listener here. Uh, well, so this I was listening to this holistic guy. I don't know if he's a doctor or anything. I, I do listen to like a lot of doctors that have transitioned from highly um, prescribing, you know, prescription drugs uh-huh. and moving over to like more holistic things and stuff like that. So. Uh, him, he has uh, like a retreat center in California, but I don't, I didn't catch if he was a doctor or not. But what he talked about, I was like, that is freaking interesting, dude. And uh, it was about nicotine and how okay. um, some things I didn't know about nicotine. Like one, um, your body has like like millions of receptors in for nicotine were you aware of that no not that many yeah like it it, you're built to receive it and um just like your endocannabinoid ones you know for thc your body's built to receive thc which of course is in marijuana and uh people you know abuse it but your body is supposed to receive nicotine and absorb it so there's a purpose you know once i found out oh there's you have some um receptors in your body and it and it was like yeah millions of receptors in your body for nicotine really that's crazy and um so i started looking into it and uh some of the regular things that are in nature that have nicotine um was kind of surprising. So it's like, while it's common knowledge that tobacco and nicotine pouches contain nicotine, it is less well known that everyday foods contain nicotine. And most foods that contain nicotine are from the plant family and they're nightshades. So they're, they grow best at nighttime. Okay. So like eggplant has a hundred micrograms of it. Uh, potatoes, they give the measurement. Tea, tomatoes, cauliflower, green peppers. So you're getting it um, in micro milligrams, you know, whereas you have one cigarette and you're getting like a thousand times more. Yeah. Plus all the chemicals. So then that got me to think was back to the old advertisements because they didn't bring this up. And I was like, well, you remember there was a time when doctors would be like, you need to go ahead and have a few smokes during the day. Right. You know, that was a, yeah. that was a prescription right there, you know, and they would even have advertisements. I looked up some old advertisements of doctors, you know, doctors uh, say to smoke, whatever, camel delights, you know, <laughs> and we were always like, what propaganda? Can you believe they believe that? Well, it wasn't until uh, after 1964 did the, tobacco companies start trying to make their product addictive. And um, so they, some of the, some of the addictions, there's five A's of addiction. I couldn't find all of them because there was like this big gigantic release from tobacco companies in 2016. 
when they started to study nicotine and its effects, uh, Harvard did a study on it, and they couldn't get any answers from uh, from the tobacco companies. Really? And then that's after it came out that nicotine is actually good for you. It's not bad for you. I knew it. um that they had to they were forced to release all their information and they have like five a's of addiction so i got affordable accessible addictive i can't i didn't find the other two in this mammoth you know tome that they released i'm sure it's something to do with maybe advertising and right something else so um they were uh Prior to that, prior to 1964, cigarettes were just probably just pretty much tobacco. I'm not saying everything in them was like, you need to be smoking these. It's good for your lungs and stuff like that. Right. But definitely um, not a poisonous chemical stick like they are now. So this guy was went on to talk about um, long-term or your, what he called it, your long train effects from COVID people um, were having like loss of taste, loss of smell. Right. And another one was tinnitus, you know, ear ringing. So I didn't know people were getting that from, uh, from COVID. You know, there's so many, it's always like everything. Oh, you sneeze. That's COVID. You know, you're, you can see COVID. You know, anything they just attributed to COVID, but some, ears ringing. Yeah. My grandfather used to say that if you blew the smoke from a cigarette into the ears, it would stop with the, uh, make them like kind of pop. Mm-hmm. And people do like, you know, the newspaper, the candle. Yeah. That it was, that's what he'd say about that. So, huh. uh, if you had stuffed up ears, they would blow smoke in your ears. Mm-hmm. You mean like or yeah. ear problems? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might, it might been the nicotine that actually did it. You know, that oh, shoot. was a self-healer. Because, like, how old, how old was your grandfather when... Gosh, he was already 70s. And and that would be, like, in the in the 70s? Uh, this is probably more 90s, 80s, 90s. 90s so, yeah. So, he, he grew up in the era... He was born, like, in 1908 or something yeah. like that. So, so, he, so, he grew up in the era where this... Cigarettes were definitely a lot different than they are now. Wow. You know, that's so, so that's neat that he it said is. that. So anyways, this guy was like, this is what people have um, done with COVID. You know, they had loss of taste, loss of smell. And um, so they went ahead and got on a seven milligram uh, nicotine seven milligrams of nicotine for six days in a row, got rid of all their long train COVID effects. So your sense of smell came back. uh, Your sense of taste came back. And people that apparently just acquired tinnitus, you know, recently acquired it, that went away as well. And then other, other things, you know. And I was like, well, that makes sense because... Even during that whole thing going on, I saw studies and heard studies on TV and in radio and stuff talk about people that smoked were less likely to get COVID. 
Right. And I always thought, oh, well, yeah, because their lungs are just covered with soot, you know? Yeah. And it can't penetrate or something. But no, there might have been more to it. But that makes sense, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't know if you if you got it while it was in its heyday, COVID. Did you get COVID? The, well, in my hospital stay of all that, they did up to, I think, 14 COVID tests, and uh-huh. I was negative. But they kept saying, eh, you have it. Yeah, yeah. So I never was air quote classified as a covid person but they wanted that covid money yeah so. but they kept testing for it and everything so they said that so i had it and maybe by the time i was so ill with everything else that i had already passed but yeah and, and were you smoking then before that yes okay uh-huh. so there you go you you never you never popped for positive for it <laughs> and you're an ex-smoker yeah because right at that point there, I was like done, and I quit cold turkey because uh, the uh, pneumonia and everything I had, mm-hmm. and my lungs, and they shut down. I was actually, when they took me back for those tests, I was thinking the whole way over there in the wheelchair, thinking, man, this is where they're going to tell me, you have cancer, stupid, from smoking so oh. much. And so when they came back with results, and I'm kind of beating around the bush, is everything else good? You know what I'm talking about? He uh-huh. says, yeah, you're good. There's nothing we found in there. So I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done smoking. And stopped then. So it's been almost three years now. Mm -hmm. Two years. Yeah. So after he said that, you know, hey, tinnitus, I was like, well, I got tinnitus. I've had it for as long as I can remember. So I went to the drugstore. Uh oh. (laughs) Okay. I got myself seven milligrams of nicotine patches because that's the, the final stage of. Uh, getting yourself off of cigarettes, and I did it for six days. Are you, were you patching? <laughs> oh my god! And I know you would like that because you're like, you let that into your, you know, holy sanctum. Mike, <laughs> if you don't know Andy, he eats perfectly clean. He looks thirty years younger than what he says he is. He's He's just so meticulous about what he consumes. Uh, with, however, so I am just jaw dropped. Like, <laughs> Show me your arms. Let me see. Is there a yeah, patch? Yeah, it's off now. Oh, okay, it's off now because <laughs> I only did it six days, like he said. You didn't send me a picture. Uh uh-uh. uh. You didn't take a but, picture of this. No, I didn't take a picture. Oh, but man. Christy was like, "Oh my gosh, here we go." Dedication, folks, right here. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, but the more I read about nicotine. So like I said, in 2016, Harvard decided to do a study on nicotine. And the point of the study was to show how addictive and how bad it is for you. Well, they found completely the opposite. You know, they they found, hey, your body has all these receptors for nicotine. What are the effects of it? Hey, nicotine isn't addictive. Why is nicotine addictive? Then they found out, oh, they put pyrazine. That's one of the main chemicals they put inside cigarettes to make them so addictive uh-huh. you know and i'm like wow so th- another thing that we've been lied about that um is bad for you but it's actually good for you and in, in small dosages so wow um one of the interesting things out of it was nicotine is a normal component of your diet and helps your body create the b vitamin nicotinic so i mean it's like it's even called nicotine. Wow. So it helps create this B vitamin, which basically is called nicotinic acid. And it's 
amidine nicotinamide. You know, all, all the even all the science names for it are, include nicotine. Um, I'm glad you're doing that part. I would have said something <laughs> like Nick, Tommy, and, uh, and Dan. I would have yeah. messed all that up. <laughs> and, if, and it says, in fact, nobody will test negative for nicotine in their body. There's always a base value. And those who test low are not healthy at all. They're having a poor diet and should eat more vegetables because many vegetables contain nicotine. I did not know that. So they said, so what would happen if you gave a nicotine patch to a never smoker like myself? Well, that never smoker suffers from certain illnesses like cognitive disease, for example. That patch can actually alleviate the symptoms. Yes, it can be done. And after that treatment, there were no signs of withdrawal symptoms. I haven't had any cravings for cigarettes or anything since I... Really? Because wow. nicotine alone was being administered without the reinforcement effects of tobaccos, MAOIs. So they go on to say it's not a poison um, and it can help a lot of people who may be, have, you know, symptoms of not only COVID, but just other things, just like tinnitus. So I tried it on t tinnitus and I was hoping it was going to get rid of it. But um, the only thing I, I really noticed is I think it reduced it just a little bit, but um, then it's back to like it was before. Really? So I got like uh, two more things I'm going to do to try to get rid of the tinnitus, and, and I'll, we'll talk about those when I do them. I, I got to buy some stuff. And then if that doesn't work, then I have um, the final um, thing to do would be go to a doctor that claims they can heal it. We'll see if that's true. And then I guess if that didn't work, there's I might go to that clinic that resort by the hippie that told me about the, you know. Yeah, you try it? About nicotine. Yeah, if it's not expensive. They do, you know, some of the things. They, they treat people that are addicted or have. So how did you feel when you put it on? Oh, so I did write down how I felt. And um, I do believe that if you have no taste, no smell, from covid definitely i i would say high 90 percentile that it would get rid of it because day one my tongue was really affected by it so i did smoke cigarettes in high school when i worked at like uh <laughs> what <laughs> yeah i didn't know i mean this. i mean not like I wasn't like, oh, I need a cigarette. I would just smoke it when I was at work in the employee's bathroom just to get the buzz off of it. And yeah, we, we exactly. Would, we would just steal them from the, it was called pan save. And my friend would steal a pack and then we'd go <laughs> smoke them. <laughs> then we'd go out and go to work. And that's, and uh, so I, I'm familiar with, you know, that taste. Yeah. And it, it was just. You could a, taste it? I could taste the, that kind of, like if I had a cigarette and it left behind a residual, you know, that's what my tongue felt like. Like, wow, I could taste it. So day one, it's already attacking, um, your, uh, the chemicals, you yeah. know, because I guess nicotine is like, that's, uh, those receptors travel throughout your body. So if you have like, uh, what they call snake venom, which the COVID shot has in it, if you have that in there, that snake venom's traveling on these receptors. Well, when you have nicotine, it's like, 
I don't know what the amount was, you know, 60, 30, 100 times more powerful. And it breaks those off of those receptors, and then your body flushes it out. Your nicotine, the nicotine's working. And I could tell wow. day one, after a couple hours, that my tongue uh, was affected right away. And then day two, um, the nose and nasal cavity, I could feel it, smell it up in there. <clears throat> feel its effects and i'm like in day one and two that at least for me that's when it would start purging those chemicals out of my body and then day three i didn't um just i didn't eat any a lot so i had kind of a mild upset stomach you know and i think yeah. that, that was just because i was a, so i went just went ahead home ate something and and I was fine. Well, if you know, if you've smoked, so you know, if you smoke on an empty stomach, it can kind of like mess Make you up you a little sick. bit. Yeah. Okay. It did, did me sometimes. Not chain smokers are used to it so much. Not maybe, but to me, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't get like, I'd, I wasn't like, oh man, it's so upset. I can't, I mean, I was out shopping and I was, it's not like I had diarrhea or anything. It just, I'm very mild. But once I ate something, no problem went away and then four five and six i was just fine i did alternate arms i put uh the first two days on like the right side then the second two days on the left and then i went right left did you try the gum no i thought about that um i thought about buying gum and because i don't chew gum because all the chemicals in it but Right. Uh, I, I did tell Christy, you know, I might get the seven milligram gum and just chew that all day and see if that can alleviate any tinnitus. I mean, you haven't had soda since 1991. So, I mean, I'm just trying to give the listeners here going like, man, he went out way out on a limb for this experiment. That's so cool. Yeah. When the preponderance of evidence is like, no, it's good for you. Yeah, Here, here's here's all this proof. You know? Exactly. Yeah, and um, and the only reason that uh, cigarettes have such a negative effect is because of all the chemicals in them. Like people smoke less cigarettes now than they did pre that year, nineteen sixty four. You know, because of yeah. so so much stuff has come out, people trying to kick the habit. That's why you have those truth campaigns and stuff about it, right? Because right. of that. Once Harvard did their study, and then um, they were forced to release all this information, that's when that Project Truth came out, and they started doing those. And you've seen a steady decrease in um, people that smoke. But the interesting thing about it is when um, that – I don't know if it happened – you know, 2016, or if it was already prior to that, that the tobacco companies bought a lot of the uh, um, fast food companies, and they've only incorporated the five A's of addiction. And right. now that they're losing all this money in tobacco, they're not making as much as they were now. They are in fast food. That's why every fast food, uh, I got to have that taco, or I got to right. have that, I got to have that chicken skin. You know, because they're yeah. so now the next thing would be, you know, a lot of the fast food that we eat, you can go overseas and eat it and it's not going to 
make you addictive. It's not going to make you crave it every day. You're not going to gain 15 pounds in a day, you know, right? like it is here. So they've only moved from cigarettes now to the fast food. They're making their money some way. You know, they're going to make it some way. Yeah, well, they got it. Yeah, bottom line of everything is money. See, I didn't, I didn't try a, my first cigarette until I was about eight years old. I, my aunt, I stole one of her uh, Virginia Slims. <laughs> and ironically enough, we went out there, you know, first time everybody's coughing. Yeah. I didn't. My cousins and friends that were with me, they all took hits and what drags from it. It was like natural. I've st- I studied her and my grandfather how they did it. And I did it. I'm like, yeah, I like this. I was a little kid. Oh, yeah. Well, when you're eight years old, that's quite a buzz, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, but I didn't do it all the time. And then as I got older, it was then it became more all the time. That's an awesome experiment. Yeah, and I got some more from Porcupine, so I'm excited. Then they're going to experiment on myself. Are you going to tell me before or after? After. Okay. Yeah. So I know nothing about any of this. Yeah, that way okay. there's no, we can't like influence each other or do things like that. Well, shoot, I, I feel like I need to experiment something now, but okay. I have nothing, I'll think of something. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, if you like this episode, uh, continue to share and like and subscribe. And until next time.